We did it. We made it. It's the Big 12 championship game. We've got a preview and predictions, plus some Big 12 awards handed out to our Cowboys. All of that on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows Every weekday here with Locked On Pokes, we've got a big one, Cowboys fans. I can't believe it is the Big 12 Championship weekend. I can't believe we are facing Baylor in that Big 12 Championship. Oklahoma and Texas choose to leave the Big 12 to head to the SEC, and neither of them make it to the championship game. I'm sorry that that's petty, and I'm happy about it, but I am happy. So we're going to look a bit of a preview of that game, starting first with Baylor's quarterback. We're not really sure who they're going to roll out on Saturday. Gary Bohannon is injured. He has not played. If, If he does play, one of his strengths is his dual threat quarterback abilities, much like Spencer Sanders. He has a, excuse me, has that ability to tuck it and run. When you have a hamstring injury like he does right now, that ru- that rushing upside is immediately capped by uh you know not being fully healed or worrying about re-injury so uh, first of all I'll be surprised if he plays but if he does play I think he'll be limited and if he's limited to just the passing game I think that takes away a lot of the upside that Gary Bohannon brings to Baylor's quarterback room if he doesn't go it'll be shapen Shapin is a true freshman. Oklahoma State has done phenomenal shutting down young quarterbacks so far this year. We've faced quite a few of them that have been thrown into the mix. Unfortunately, you know, the game before us and then the very next they they play really well and and they do their job, get their team the win. And then the very next week they have the Oklahoma State Cowboy defense. So if we face Shapin, I think. That would be, you know, I, I would never wish injury on any player ever, regardless of age, but these are children and I don't want anybody to get hurt. But if Shapin is the quarterback that roll, that Baylor rolls out, I think Oklahoma State's chances at a win increase dramatically right out of the gate. Both teams have improved as the season has gone on. We have seen the Cowboys improve week to week both on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Baylor's defense continues to get better, and their run game has been really solid all year long outside of the game against Oklahoma State. They've ran the ball really well, and they continue to get better at their run game, which is a little scary. It's it's always going to be scary facing a team twice. 
Spencer Sanders continues to improve week to week. You know, he had a three interception game against Baylor. We still came away with a 10 point win the first time we faced them, but he's gotten a lot better since that matchup. And I think it's going to show on Saturday against the bears. I'm very impressed with the steps that Spencer Sanders has taken. And I'm going to talk about some of my predictions for him, but I am very happy with the steps that he's taken. And I think he continues to play the high caliber college football that he's been playing against the bears this weekend in Arlington, Oklahoma state leads the nation in sacks, but Baylor is allowing the least in the big 12. So it's going to be about getting to the quarterback and it may not always result in, in sacks. And I've talked about this before. A lot of the Oklahoma state cowboy defense is a lot better than what it shows on paper because you don't record all of the disruption that can happen every defensive play. And I think that's where the eye test is going to come in over statistics on Saturday. I think the Cowboys defense is going to get in that backfield and cause chaos and, and cause disruption. And it's really going to throw that offense kind of off a little bit. And it may not be something that shows up on the stat sheet. Spoiler alert. I think it will show up. I think the sacks will come again in this matchup, but Baylor's offensive line is really good. They're a very stout offensive line. They've played really good all season. So it's definitely going to be a test for our offense. But again, if they have their true freshman quarterback in, we're going to be able to say, okay, you can test our our secondary then. And we know our secondary is every bit as good as our rush defense, as our pass, de- as our, uh, pass rushing defense. So I, I think we force the ball into Shapin's hands and – that just really allows for our defensive line to eat in Baylor's backfield. Abram Smith has been fantastic for the Baylor Bears this season. He's an amazing running back. It's going to be crucial that we stop him. He had 107 yards on the ground the first matchup. So I think this Oklahoma State defense can stop him. I think they will, but it's definitely going to be a point of contention. I think we have to focus on making sure that they don't run the ball well. Like I said, forcing that game into their quarterback's hands. Beating a team twice is always hard. They've played us, we've played them, so we have a little bit more familiarity with it. That being said, as I mentioned, both of these teams have gotten better over the course of the season. So we're I don't think playing the same team that we played several weeks ago, and I think the same can be same, said for Baylor. They're two matured teams that have seen adversity that have faced some ups and downs and some trials and tribulations throughout the season and grown through that. So I don't think they're necessarily the same team. And Mike Gundy talked about, you know, it's not back to back playing them. We haven't seen them since October. So we've gone a full month. It's been a while. I think it's, I think that's going to make it easier to beat a team twice. It's going to come down to the trenches. This is going to be a physical game. I talked about it, but Baylor's offensive line is very good. Our defensive line is fantastic. We talked about it in the Big 12 roundtable. This game may be a low-scoring affair. Now, who knows? It could, in a slip, turn into a high-scoring Big 12 affair that we're all very used to, but I just don't see that happening. I think it's going to be a game one in the trenches, and I trust our trenches just a bit more based on some of the veteran play that we've seen this season and Jim Knowles being the defensive wizard that he is. 
The last thing I want to touch on is, and it's been talked about a lot, is Lincoln Riley leaving OU and the OU coaching search. First of all, they come out tomorrow or Saturday morning and announce their new coach before the game and take all the press away from the game. I'm going to absolutely lose it. I don't think that happens. I don't think they're as close as some of the media thinks that they are, but it's certainly deterred from any conversation that has been had about the Big 12 championship, about Texas and and OU not being in the Big 12 championship, about it being two teams that were doubted before the season started. Nobody had Baylor and Oklahoma State in this Big 12 championship game unless you were a Baylor or Oklahoma State fan. Basically, everyone had Iowa State and likely OU. So I think taking away from that, I think the media focusing on what's happening with OU and all the transfers and who's staying and who's leaving and who are they going to bring in as, as head coach is almost kind of good. We have spent all season trying to prove ourselves all season long. Oklahoma state has been trying to prove ourselves in the big 12 landscape and in a national landscape and it hasn't happened. And then we beat OU, which is something that, you know, we don't do very often. We did it this year. We, we won a big game in prime time and then the next morning, OU's coach leaves, and that's what we focus on. That's what's being talked about. And Oklahoma State players have to be going like, are you kidding me? What more do we have to do to get some attention happening? So I think that Oklahoma State still has something to prove. I think they feel like they still have something to prove, and that really works well in our favor, in my opinion. I'm very excited to see a mad Oklahoma State team say, we are still here and nobody is paying attention to us. I think Oklahoma State is going to play a fantastic game, but it's going to come down to the trenches and stopping that Baylor run game. And ultimately, which quarterback comes in for Baylor t on Saturday. Next up, Big 12 championship game predictions. But first, Bet Online got a makeover with a whole new look to start the basketball season. But it's still the number one place for all your football and basketball action this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Basketball, baseball, football, boxing, football coaching staffs. It has to be NFL and at the college level at this point. Head to the new website or mobile app and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your welcome bonus Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Alrighty, so some Big 12 championship game predictions. Starting with Spencer Sanders. I talked about it just a minute ago, but he did have the three turnovers against Baylor in Stillwater when Oklahoma State beat them earlier this season. I think he cleans that up. He has gotten better week after week. He has shown that he's made that growth. He's making better decisions with the football. And I do think the passing game plays pretty well on Saturday, but I'm trusting Spencer to get it done on his feet. Every game this season he has had, I mean, not, I'm, I'm not speaking literally, but it feels like every game this season he has had a breakoff run for a touchdown that really put the game and the momentum in the Oklahoma State Cowboys' hands. 
And I think he does that again this week. He has been so efficient on the ground, making good decisions with the football. And some of his turnovers have been tipped passes that, you know, sometimes the luck doesn't fall on your side. But he just last week was short of 100 yards on the ground. I think this week he gets it done on his feet again, makes those smart decisions, cuts the turnovers out of this game. Because we can't we can't do three turnovers to no turnover game again. I, I think that was a a very good win by the Cowboys earlier this season, but I don't think it's something that we want to duplicate or try to duplicate. I don't think that that would go well. And I Spencer Sanders has done everything. Listen, I have to eat some crow on that. I know some other Cowboy fans that are also eating that crow. I'm a sucker for a pro style in the pocket pocket passing quarterback that's that's what I am used to watching so for him to finally really take this step and be the quarterback that Mike Gundy drafted him to or drafted him good lord I'm in NFL brain but uh, recruited him to be and Mike Gundy spoke all offseason about the steps that Spencer Sanders has taken and how well he's played all offseason and we're finally really seeing that develop and it's been inspiring to watch. He's he's playing lights out football right now at the perfect time. And I think he cleans those turnovers up against Baylor and, and kind of has a redemption game. You know, I know we won, but you can still have a redemption game as an individual player. So that's the only prediction I'm going to touch on from the offensive side. I just think Spencer Sanders has his bounce back game against a team that he didn't play his best against this season. He's he's just playing lights out football right now, right when we need him to. So I, I'm glad about that. I think he gets it done with his feet, making smart decisions. Even against Baylor's stout offensive line, I think this Cowboy defense gets three-plus sacks. Jim Knowles continues to make improvements to that defense. There was a point in the season, mid-season, mid-October, where I was like, this is as good as it gets, and it's fantastic, and he's continued to build on that week after week. It's another compliment to this team, to the vets on this team, to the mindset of this team that they know that they are getting better every week, that they're not playing for anybody but themselves, it feels like. It feels like they are playing for each other, and because of that, they continue to get better they continue to get better. We disrupted Baylor's backfield last time. I hinted at this in the first segment, but I think we get home on whichever quarterback is back there. Making quick decisions with this defense rushing you is so difficult. If it is shaping, I can't imagine facing Oklahoma State's defense, especially after Texas Tech. I don't think that was much of a challenge. And he got the job done. He won the game, but I'm not sure that it was a convincing enough win to have the confidence to come out against the Oklahoma State defense. So I think Colin Oliver gets home. I think Brock Martin gets home. Colin Oliver will get double-digit sacks for the first time since Emmanuel Ogba was wearing orange. I really see that happening. I know Baylor's offensive line has been playing fantastic football, but the way Jim Knowles' role sets out, you never know what's coming at you. I think that's what's so fantastic about his defense. It's just, it's always something different. It's so hard to read, especially if you're a young quarterback. So I do think this defense gets home on the quarterback a couple of times, three plus at least. We have to halt their run game. If Gary Bohannon doesn't play, they lose his rushing upside. If he does, 
and he isn't healthy, he's a liability in the rushing game. And I talked about that a little before, but I just want to cover it again. Abram Smith, the linebacker turned running back, is fantastic. And in the Broyles Award for Assistant Coach of the Year that Jim Knowles has made the finalist, Baylor's offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes is also on that list. So it's going to be offensive coordinator versus defensive coordinator. And I trust Jim Knowles, you know, in that Oklahoma game in Stillwater, fourth down and 10. And I just stared into the press box and went, I trust you. I trust you to get this defense to get this done. And Colin Oliver crawled to make that sack on Caleb Williams. So I trust Jim Knowles even against the offensive mind and uh, of Jeff Grimes and the skill set of Abram Smith, who by no means am I discrediting, has had a fantastic year. I just trust this defense, this defensive line, and Jim Knowles' uh, brain to get him stopped. If it's shaping, the Cowboys will be able to force the run a little bit. I think that means some stacked boxes, some sets where he's uh, Jim Knowles is sending a couple extra guys at the quarterback. So it'll be really interesting to see. We've seen Jim Knowles watch a game, watch a couple drives, make the adjustments needed to shut down whatever it is that they're doing successfully. I trust him to do that again this weekend. Huge game. Big prediction. You know, I have uh, tackled and battled with this all week. Every All of my friends that are like, oh, you guys got this, and Oklahoma State's definitely going to win, and you, that makes you nauseous. You're like, please, just can we, everybody take it down a notch. But give me the Cowboys with a 27-10 to 10 win, a convincing win, hopefully convincing enough for the College Football Playoff Committee, which we will totally dive into once we get this win wrapped up coming up the cowboys lit up the big 12 award board but first a word from one of our sponsors built bar built bar is the best tasting protein bar out there and you can get 15 percent off your order at built.com with promo code locked 15 it tastes like a candy bar but it also looks like a candy bar they are coated in chocolate it's a healthy option for a sweet treat 17 to 18 grams of protein and only four to five grams of sugar Bilt Bar has all kinds of flavors, and right now during the holiday season, they've got all sorts of fun holiday flavors. If you're adventurous and looking to try lots of them, you can check out Bilt Bar's Mix Box, where you get two of each of the flavors over on Bilt.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's locked 15 for 15% off your order. Our Cowboys scored honors all through the Big 12 awards. I'm just going to touch on some of them. Obviously, like I said, we lit it up, so I'm not going to touch on everybody, but Offensive Newcomer of the Year, Jalen Warren, over 1,000 yards this season and 10-plus touchdowns. Didn't get a shot until week three with the Cowboys, and then he became the key to this offense. He opened up this offense more than we've seen a player do in a very long time. The tackle-breaking machine. We watched him bounce off defenders all season long. Really surrounded himself in the culture of Oklahoma State. He has been so much fun to watch and so much fun to watch 
break out. I think he definitely has a future on Sunday, you know, on Sundays in the league. We'll see what happens, but I'm so glad he got to be a Cowboy and we got to watch him really ascend and be the running back that he has been for us. Of course, he had a huge game against Baylor earlier this season. So if he's fully healthy, I expect him to see a lot of run this weekend. Just very, very good play from Jalen Warren this this season, and I'm glad he was given that award. I, I don't know that if it would have gone to anybody else, I probably, probably would have pitched a fit. Defensive freshman of the year, no surprise at all goes to Colin Oliver, who leads the Cowboys in sacks with nine and a half. Of course, the Cowboys lead the nation in sacks. So for a true freshman to lead the team that leads the nation in sacks is just mind-boggling. I am I am over the moon that he's going to be a Cowboy for a couple more years. That And I mentioned it already, but when he crawled on the ground to get that sack in Bedlam, to take Caleb Williams down on fourth down, I have never... I can't express the joy that washed through me. What a play by a true freshman. And just imagine him after a few years with Coach Glass, of course, the strength and conditioning coach at Oklahoma State. This dude is going to be an absolute monster. I mean, he already is a monster, and he's a true freshman. So very excited to see what is in store for Colin Oliver over his years in Stillwater, but fantastic first season from the true freshman Big 12 Coach of the Year, Mike Gundy. Baylor fans are salty as they think Dave Arnada should be the Big 12 Coach of the Year. I get it, but Mike Gundy, the thing I think is kind of being looked over is Mike Gundy went from being a coach who is used to housing offenses that put up 40-plus points a game. He's used to that high-flying fast pace, pass the ball a lot offense. And this season he had to completely pivot from a position that he's held for a very long time, focused on the defense, waste some clock, run the ball. And the fact that he was able to pivot as seamlessly as he did, you know, of course we saw in non-conference play, there was some struggle, there were some injuries, there were some issues all around. But I think Mike Gundy taking that full turn and just, throwing his hands up and saying, you know what? Our identity right now is we have a stout defense and a good run offense, and we're going to wear you out. I think that speaks volumes to him as a coach to make that decision to lay down like that and say, this is what we're doing now. The adaption that that takes as a head coach is phenomenal. And I think that's why he got coach of the year. So I understand Baylor fans being upset. You guys won two games last year. Now you're in the Big 12 championship. It's a very big turnaround. I get it. I just think the adaption that Mike Gundy had this season is a big reason why he was gifted that coach of the year award. Of course, Mike Gundy in interviews has graciously given it to all of his support staff. And it's definitely been a team effort on the coaching sidelines. So great win for him. Defensive player of the year was somehow not unanimously Malcolm Rodriguez, but instead Baylor Bear Jalen Petrie. And that's got to make Malcolm Rodriguez mad. I know he came out after the Buckus Award linebacker and best linebacker in college football award list came out. And he was like, awards don't matter. I'm playing for my brothers. And I think he does believe that. But you have to think like, 
a little bit is also going to be mad that he got snubbed for the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year award. And a mad Malcolm Rodriguez is like the last thing I want to face on top of the fact that the dude that did win it plays for the Baylor Bears. So I do expect Malcolm Rodriguez to be an angry Malcolm Rodriguez in the Big 12 championship game, which is, I think, exactly what we want him to be. The all Big 12 first team houses Spencer Sanders, Josh Sills, Brock Martin, Malcolm Rodriguez, Jarek Bernard Converse, and Colby Harvell Peel. Just a fantastic showing for them. Spencer Sanders is the first Oklahoma State quarterback to be a first team since Brandon Whedon in 2010. And boy, does it feel like we're living in 2011. Just a little bit right now. It's kind of nauseating, but maybe this is our redemption arc. If you're a reader, you know about redemption arcs. They happen. Maybe 10 years, it's our turn for this redemption arc. Fantastic job by all the Cowboys this season. I'm very excited to see how the rest of our season plays out. Hopefully we get to watch these boys a couple more games. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to y'all on Monday. Go Pokes!